Give me that toot toot. Give me that beep beep. Running her hands through my fro. It's the remix to ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama. Papa, can you hear me? I got 21 seconds to go. I got 21 seconds to go. If you don't remember, no, I'm in the studio. I got 21 seconds before. I got to go to see me on the video. Whoa, no, no. Baby cakes. You just don't know, no. How I, I, I lock it down low, low. Loving every minute, just you and me. The be my, be my, be my baby. Maybe there's a possibility of us growing old together. Fuck it. It gets better because it has to get better. We're all made of human. Because this podcast is about being honest, I will have to be honest with you when it comes to this particular episode. Alison Spitzel and I, we were in a very giggly mood when we recorded this. And um, like personally, I loved it. I cried with laughter and I fell even more in love with Alison, which I didn't think was possible. But I wasn't sure it would be an episode that everyone would enjoy. I was afraid that it would feel a bit exclusive. So I asked some Patreon supporters to give it a listen. And then I chose uh, 10 people who volunteered and I asked for their opinion. Most of them said it was a good episode and a few people agreed with me uh, in my agree with my fears. So it was my plan to record another episode with Alison later and then either not release this one or release it um, much later as like a special episode. But, and this is the, the really honest part, I'm sort of struggling a tiny bit at the moment. Um, so I had a few interviews lined up today and I had to cancel them because I couldn't get out of bed. And there's, there's no need to worry. Um, I'm fine. I'll, I will be fine. I'm talking to therapists and, uh, and I'm performing a lot and that helps. But it's just a bit tough these days. And I'll definitely be fine. Definitely. Uh, but I've, I've had nothing to release today apart from this episode. So it is still a special episode and it's one of my favorites, but it's different. It's very, very different from the rest of the episodes that you've listened to. The thing uh, that is keeping me the most happy at the moment is working on my new show. So that really helps because I really love it. It's called Dead Baby Frog. I'm touring it all over the UK this fall and I will be in. Oh God, are you ready for another list of towns I may not be able to pronounce? Okay, here we go. I'm going to be touring my new show in Peterborough, Winchester, Liverpool, Fareham, Coventry, Swindon, Leeds, Glasgow, Aberdeen, Norwich, Kendall, Milton Keynes, Bath, Bristol, Aldershot, Maidenhead, Newcastle, Newport, Leicester, Manchester, Oxford, Bromsgrove, hmm. Stockton, Cambridge, Colchester, New Milton, Reading, Northampton, and Canterbury. Or is that Canterbury? Oh, God, who knows? You can go get tickets on sophiehagen.com. And if you stay on sophiehagen.com forward slash shop, you can also find my last show, Shimmer Shatter, and you can buy it for only five pounds. And it would it would make me really happy if you'd buy it. And uh, so again, with the honesty, uh, especially these days, it would make me really happy. So also, if you go to madeofhumanpodcast.com forward slash shop, you can get Mopad t-shirts. And you know how excited I get when I see you wearing them. So 
Oh, I'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. The tickets are finally out. I'll be at the Bedlam Theatre at 2 p.m. every day of the Fringe with my new show, Dead Baby Frog. I just told you that, Dead Baby Frog. Uh, tickets, uh, I think you can find the tickets on edfringe.com's website. Just search for my name. Uh, oh, and uh, register to vote, you know, if you're in the UK. And uh, when you do, vote for Labour. Thank you. So I apologize for this weird intro, but um, Alison Spittle is truly one of my favorite comedians in the world and people, and I could talk for hours about how funny she is, but I'm sure it will come across. So thank you so much for understanding, and please enjoy this very, very special episode with uh, Alison Spittle. I wish it was something cool. I was like, who did you punch? <laughs> I punched a blueberry. I did punch a blueberry. It's because I we just got a Nutribullet. So I, yeah. I had to get it uh, like into the bottom because there was a banana which took up a lot of space. Banana. So I did punch a bunch of blueberries down. Yeah. And then it left this blue mark. It does look quite cool. It does look really cool. It looks like it's either you punch something or it's symbolism. Ooh. You know, what? this is the the purple mark. <laughs> the purple mark. The purple mark. I don't know. I've been marked by the mafia. You have. Oh, oh no! She's got the purple mark. Got the purple mark. There's <laughs> a kill out for me now. Are, are we recording now? Yeah, we're recording now. What? I because I love listening to podcasts and they're just having like normal chats. And I was like, are we recording now? Oh, I didn't know because I attempted to be funny earlier, but now, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Act natural, candid. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 just keep talking. Yeah, forever. I did it. It's so weird to come into your house, and I was like, "Because I knew we were going to do the podcast," and I was like, "Okay, I'm coming in. Then this is business. No, <laughs> no pleasure. You know." <laughs> you were meant to be on like the first episode. Yeah. What happened? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, that, that sounded really accusatory. What happened, Sophie? Huh? Well, Josie Log? Okay. <laughs> I didn't see you for... I haven't seen you since. Like, no. I started this. We lived together in Edinburgh. We did. That was fun. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I watched a lot of um, uh, The Big Reunion. Oh, my God. You introduced me to that. that oh, was amazing. I thought you'd really like it because oh my God. it has all the it things the you like. Like boy bands, yeah. crippling mental illness. The Venn diagram that's so <laughs> It's all of my shows. All yeah. Of my shows. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. So just if anyone doesn't know it, you should go and see it. It's about a boy, boy and girl bands and like old pop stars yeah. getting back together. From the mid-90s, late 90s, I really think... Uh, so they had... Will I explain what it is? Yeah, do it. You can see it on YouTube and there's two series of The Big Reunion. It was on ITV2. Andy Peters, who was a former... Uh, children's tv host does the narration and i think i i'm trying to figure out who writes it because it's really funny it's really good he's so funny he's so horrible it's re- you need to watch it when you're in a mood where you have no sympathy for anyone <laughs> do you know do you know because you could i have shown some people and they're like this is what you like is it i mean <laughs> that person is obviously struggling with addiction issues <laughs> And you're sitting there laughing at him and his one song. But I think it's just that. I think it's it's a. Do you think? Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a long way around, but. Mm. So I think one of the reasons why a lot of women are obsessed with serial killers. Yeah. Is uh, or like just murder in general, is because we like to read about these things because it's such a danger in 
like being a woman, like murder is something you consider a bit, you know, oh, walking yeah. home from, you know, so reading about murder and reading about, like listening to podcasts about murder and serial killers and stuff, mm. I think attracts a lot of, uh, well, like scientifically attracts a lot of women. Yeah. So I th- could it be, <laughs> could it be the same thing? For you know, watching for us watching people whose careers, oh, plummet, 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 I think yeah. I, I I I always used to read smash hits when I was a kid. I remember I was on a ferry going from Wales to Dublin, and there was a there was a pullout poster of Aaron Carter. Um, Nick Carter's brother and something compelled me and I was about six or seven at the time but I licked the poster <laughs> I was like just really lapped it up <laughs> and I was like ooh <laughs> something came over me <laughs> and I've never been he awakened something inside me him and his curtain haircut and his unfriending that is absolutely sick and absolutely nothing that I've ever done. No, with several Westlife posters. But but the weird thing was I never, I he had another he had two songs out: Crazy Little Party Girl and Crush on You. And Crush on You didn't get me the same way Crazy Little Party. I got over it. Like I was quite, uh, I was quite okay with it. But when you're talking about like women and serial killers and boy bands and and and. I was I was a big fan of the mixed gender band, so S oh, Club yeah? Seven, Steps. Uh, Steps as well. Um, but uh, I I looked at them. Do you know? Uh, I did a sitcom. Uh, I, every conversation, by the way, is just gonna no, I mean, w- be an elaborate way of me going. I did a sitcom. No, we really we will definitely talk about <laughs> but, the fact you've just fucking written and started yeah, your own sitcom. But I remember I was like really, really tired one day from doing lots of work, and I said, "Alison, Rachel out of S Club Seven would have had to get up at five o'clock in the morning, put on some makeup, you know, get herself ready for a radio appearance because they might take a photo at it, <laughs> then record." Record her <laughs> vocals, just fart out that rasping vocal she has, and then do a tour and talk to Smash Hits. And you think you're tired? Like, what would Rachel from S Club Seven? T- I mean, I remember I read an interview with her once where they were given it was dietary advice, and I was, and she, I, I mean, I don't think they just interviewed her about dietary advice, but they must have took. Like like a line that she may have oh said, no. you know, and I was like, uh, when I'm hungry, I just eat two spoons of cold beans because it gives me the protein I need. Wow. And I was thinking, like, you know, if I if my boyfriend ever left me, <laughs> I would just eat two <laughs> spoons of cold beans. <laughs> oh god, that's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. I once lived in a uh, like this kind of. I guess like a dorm, I mm. call it like a dorm thing. And me and my friend went out to make pancakes, and this girl had uh, uh, put out like four plates with like knives and forks and everything for her friends. Mm. And she went to the fridge and she got a bag of tomatoes, and she put one tomato on each plate. Yeah. And that was it. For four people, who were the guests? I don't know. We had to leave before they arrived, but that she sounds- served a, a tomato for each person. She's I mean something's wrong, right? Like that's not 
I mean, maybe it's a game she's played. <laughs> yeah, you come to my house. Who's, who's my real friend? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's the one, go- the one to go? Uh, Are you okay? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> You've put four tomatoes on the plate. I don't know why I'm saying tomato like you. It's tomato. Tomato. No, tomato, but you don't have tomato. to. You don't have to correct yourself. I feel They're like there both be a song about this. I know. I know. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna write it. You should. You should. I don't think there's any copyright issues whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny though to go to a record. A record. A record exec's office. I've got the sound for you. <laughs> yes. And then do it like a so salad crew song. So it's like, I say, you say, you say, you say, tomato. I say, you say, you say, you say, Give me a tea. tomato. Give me a no. What does that say? No one really agrees. <laughs> no one really knows. Uh, I, was mass- I was really into garage music when I was a kid as well. What, what, is, what is that? Garage music. Mm. Well, let's just, is it like, give me a band. Give you a band. Uh, Blaze and Squad were very light garage. Okay. Do you remember the song? Baby Cakes. You just don't know now how I, I, I like it down low, low. Loving every minute, just you and me. The be my, be my, be my baby. Maybe there's a possibility of us growing old together. Fuck it. Um, (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to, I was thinking, I demand demand editorial (laughs) rights. It's too late. You've signed nothing. You've signed nothing. You own nothing. <laughs> You've that's, signed. That's going to be the very last thing people hear on this podcast. I'm going to edit that into the very end <laughs> on repeat for five minutes. Uh, oh man, I used to. I used to be able to do 21 seconds. Do you remember 21 seconds? No. Uh, I'm not going to sing it. Please do. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. I don't know. Okay. It wasn't just a minute. I got 21 seconds to go. I got 21 seconds to go. If you don't remember, no, I'm in the studio. And not 21 seconds before, I got to go to see me on the video. Whoa, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, it's cool. I don't think I can explain the... Co- I mean, I have picked the absolute dregs of Garage Tips. <laughs> That's like good. Do you like, do you know rock and roll music? Have you heard of uh, Bowling for Soup? She's watching wrestling. <laughs> That's the definitive sound <laughs> of rock music. I'm, um, I'm really enjoying this. Tell me more about sing about more, bowling sing for more soup. Songs. Sing more songs. Uh, yeah, we just do a podcast where I sing songs to you. You know? I love that. <laughs> you should do it with so much passion, but not you do it with passion, but no, no investment. Well, you see that? Well, I've become I've become dead into it. There's nothing worse than there's someone that really sings. There's nothing worse. Then someone that sings karaoke and does runs and it's just like I like who tries like who really really hard, but I am guilty of it. Oh really? Yeah. Do you sing? Like uh, like actually? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. I get drunk, and I go. I've I I've got speciality of uh, Amy Whitehouse. Oh really? Yeah. That's what I do. Which one? Valerie. Because it's a bit of a bopper, you know. You don't want to go tears dry on their own. Well, you know, people are trying to have a nice drink, <laughs> and you're like, "No, tears dry on their own is all right. Love is a losing game." Yeah, that's it. Uh, that. Yeah, it's gonna push people over the edge. I did uh, karaoke for the first and only time so far in Edinburgh. 
Oh, Barry Dodds. What from, did you say? From the Parapod, because I'm in love with him and I would have done anything he told me to do. God. <laughs> well, he has like one band that he likes. Uh, what are they called? The, the Ghosts. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Spook School. Uh, there's, there's a band called Spooks. They had a song called Karma Hotel. Is it? Oh. Anyway, that's a video. You're gonna have somewhere. so much editing to do, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I have it in my. Hold on, I definitely no. This is not being edited out. People want to hear me check my calendar because we arranged, <laughs> we arranged to do it again this uh, this next Edinburgh. Yeah. Because um, that's how I try to to get people to fall in love with me. I'm like, let's set a date for in a year's time. <laughs> in the next year, you're not allowed to forget me. So the next song we're doing is called "I Love to Hate You." Don't know that one. Oh, okay. Do you know it? No. I mean, I'm going to learn it. Sing it to me. I don't know it. I genuinely don't know it. I love to hate you. Is this just a song that Barry's written himself? <laughs> learn the it's lyrics here. Me. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he's ending the friendship <laughs> through karaoke. <laughs> it is. He is a bit. I tweeted at him, and then uh, Ian Bolsworth, who he does a parapod with, tweeted and said, It's very rare that you get to see the beginning of an abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no. I've 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 gone in too hard again. Oh man. Oh no, fuck it. Anyways, that's what I like I about you though. Oh really? Yeah, that that's you do go one. in too hard and then it's like but you're aware of it. So which aware. is great. Doesn't that make it worse though? No. I think being aware of something makes it better. There's yeah. nothing that drives me more mad because I'm just very self analytical anyway. Like mm. I would for instance, uh I I did a bad thing on the radio once where I took credit for something that someone else had said mm. and he was angry with me, which he should have been. And I was like, in my head, go, no, hey, fuck him. And then I thought, no, you're just going fuck him because you feel bad because mm. that was a terrible thing you did. And, and then I felt good for analysing that and going, <laughs> well, go you. Yeah, you felt that, but at least, at least you're aware. And it, <laughs> that is, is fair enough. Like that awareness is it's quite important. Oh, like I think being so. Self-reflective, because otherwise, what's the opposite? That's being delusional, right? Yeah. But I guess delusional people don't know they're delusional. No, so we could be delusional. I think I am a little bit delusional. I think people that do stand-up comedy are a tiny bit delusional, because you do have to put aside that bit of. Um, you can be self-aware. Like but you can't yeah. be self-aware going up on stage because if you're really that aware, you'd be like, okay, so I think that my thoughts are important enough for these 40 or so people that are having a drink. Probably here to see someone else. It's to go, quite, yeah, now that I think know? of it, it's, the, it's really, really selfish. Isn't it? But isn't that, isn't that like really self-analytical? I'm just running loops of self-analysis. But not just that. We also go on stage and go... Here are my self-reflections because I'm such a reflective person. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. I'm talking. You, you may, he's like Conan O'Brien in The Simpsons. You know where he's dancing and then Bart starts to dance and he's like, only I may dance. And he's like, <laughs> only, only I may self-reflect. Your self-reflections are not needed now, sir. Sit down. <laughs> Sit, the, put down that drink. Now. Tell me about your sitcom. Oh. Wrote and stand your own sitcom. Yeah. So it's going to be in Ireland. <laughs> Yay! Oh, uh, we just finished filming. When is this coming out? Uh, don't know. Within a month or so? 
Okay. I think maybe later. Well, it depends when you want. Really. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I, do you know what? I'll go into detail about it and then, because I've signed some form of contract where it's like, you're not allowed to talk about certain things. Before a certain time? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like one of those, because they, they, want, they want it to be hot. Hot. To the fresh, fresh out the kitchen, okay. Mama Robin. <laughs> That's a very good song. Okay, w- I don't know that song. R. Kelly, I made a face at you. That was the first ever disdainful face I've ever made at you, Sophie. I'm not sure Look at it again, wait there. <gasps> Thank you. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. Now. I shake the head as well. That's an <laughs> indication of a negative thing has happened. <laughs> what's the song? What's it? What, what's what's it on? What's the song? Oh. Uh, ignition. Give me that toot toot. Give me that beep beep. Running her hands through my fro. It's the remix to ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama. I think you're pretending yeah, that. Yeah, this time I did pretend. You <laughs> did. You did. I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> Acting. I really tried to act like, oh, you interesting just, lyrics. You just, you just squeezed your face really small. <laughs> so it doesn't move. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. <laughs> you did. You were like, you were like this. Like, <laughs> I really tried. I'm not. Oh, this is why you didn't cast me in your suit. <laughs> um, and now for this next scene, you have to pretend to. Not I made a character back. after you. <gasps> Which yeah. one? Oh, she's not a nice character, but she was <laughs> the only one left. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to be very vague about this next thing I say, but uh, a friend of mine. Mm, yeah, I think I can be vague enough. Someone I know, someone wrote a book and one of the, char- the characters was named after me and, and they died. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so, no. but go on. <laughs> oh, well, your character's name is Sophie and she's a friend of my character's name, which is Angela. Oh. Uh, not based on anyone. <laughs> and she rings up Alison. She's not. A, she's never. It's only a voice. So oh, the characters. So technically, I could have totally played it. But you mind. could. You could come back. Oh, you fine. could come back. That's series two. I'll be like Sophie. What have I done? Please. I'll crash the set and be like, Oh, oh, I'm off the phone now, Alison. <laughs> now it's time for face to face, and then we kiss. <laughs> this I've been, is. I've been taking the, sc- the, t- the script. I've written a new script, Alison. This one we get together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I didn't like that last script where we didn't end up being friends. <laughs> That's, <what I'm> like. <laughs> That's oh my god, I got yeah, I got some stuff I'm gonna say to you after this is all about <laughs> exclusive. Yeah, um, so it's about basically it's about a a woman because I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying girl. Mm, me too. Oh, but it's so hard. It's such it's a so good. Hard. It's such girl. 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 It's the R and the L and the I. Girl. girl. Woman. Yeah, it's yeah. like what's what's Tony the Tiger's favorite gender? Grills. <laughs> My favorite gender is grills. <laughs> Why would Tony the Tiger have a favorite gender? He's a cardboard tiger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. So about the show, um, it's about it's about a woman who um, libels someone on air, and the radio station gets closed down, and she has to move back to her small village in the middle of Ireland. And uh, 
she's one of these kind of delusional ladies that in a way thinks that she's okay but she's not okay um, mentally so it's kind of about that and her, her reconnecting with her mum and her two friends and oh. two friends are played by these two ladies called Claire Monley and Genevieve Hume Beeman and they're the best people oh, like yeah the characters are terrible people the actresses <laughs> are great <laughs> They're they're nice people. Uh, is she a, the one the character you play? So that's a, you. That's the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, do you play a nice person? I play, I play in a very very exaggerated form of myself. So the things that I hate about myself, I wrote about her, her personality wise. Do you know that kind oh. of like? Because I do think I'm a little bit delusional, and I very much so. I think I'm very. I mean, I call it self reflective, but. It's bordering on obsession. Mm. So I think I think I think and I think all characters in this sitcom are like that though. No one's really nice in it. That's, That's what I really nice. like. Even the nice characters, because nice people can use their niceness to be not nice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think sometimes I do that as well. I have many many things in my. In my, uh, uh, what did I call it? When in, you see, <clears throat> I have many things in, you know, when the army do a war and they have weapons and oh. infantry, in, not infantry. I, I know this, I know English is your second language, but so, help me out. There's, so. also, there's already, like we're 20 minutes in and so many times people listening to this will have gone, come on. I know. There's so many things where we go, what's the... I and know. This is why we're bus. friends. Yeah, they're screaming on the bus. It's that band. <laughs> I know what you mean. In the yeah, yeah. In the thing, thing where they have their weapons, armory. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have many things in my pocket that holds weapons. Yeah, it's a big in your weapon bag. In my weapon bag. Yeah, let's call it the weapon bag. The weapon bag. <laughs> You're gonna be tweeted at so much. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> like I've I've many things that I kind of. Um, think about and stuff, and and try and. Do, I used to watch Big Brother a lot when I was a kid, so I used to see social interactions and I played The Sims. Mm. So I used to look at social interactions as some sort of backgammon game, mm. where someone kind of. I just never wanted to lose at it or be the loser. Didn't want to win necessarily, but. A bit odd. I didn't want to lose at social interaction. Yeah, exactly. So, and I moved to school a lot. So every conversation I had with people at first was, "Hey, I really like your bag. Your hair is really nice." Because I don't have time to fuck around. Like, I need, I need friends, and I need it <laughs> now. No time wasters. Friends only. I feel like you might be the nicest psychopath I've ever met. I know. <laughs> lovely bag because I don't fuck around and yeah. I need friends I need friends and I need them now I'm leaving this school in six weeks <laughs> I need to form I need to I need to form social interactions so I can learn for adulthood so yeah do, do, does that mean you're an um, an observer kind of type because that means it sounds like if you've been studying humans and how they interact that sounds like someone who observes a lot yeah but i don't do a lot of observational comedy 
because I observe things and I never compute it properly until six years down the line. I'm like, hey, she was a bitch. <laughs> or hey, I did something wrong. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So take from, from, you to, for, from the moment you do something bad to yeah. the moment you feel bad about like you realize that that was bad how long um it would take a while but you know i'm very i'm very honest about the bad things i do because i feel that some i think it's because people think i'm a nice person i'm like i'm not you don't i mean i've bitched about female comedians so much because i'm jealous and scared you do it in such a nice <laughs> I, I feel like I don't I don't regardless of how much you say you're a bad person I'm not like, a bad person and I don't bitch as much as other people but I still feel for that bit of bitching that I do and I know that but I still I punish myself and I'll flagellate myself like I was um, I was really mean to a, a woman who did really well in stand-up comedy in Ireland very quickly and when I say mean uh, what I did was I would say two sentences to her when she would ask a question I'd be like oh da 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 da, da because I felt so guilty because mm. I was like I cannot be nice to her because being nice to her now means I'm a hypocrite <laughs> da, da, da. But, but then I would uh, I apologise to her and I said look I'm really sorry I'm being weird of you because um, I've bitched about you so I'm just going to tell you now can we just and she was like I didn't notice and I was like <laughs> oh god yeah okay <laughs> i did i did almost the exact same thing that there was uh, a woman i was about to say a girl a girl a girl a, a girl who started in denmark and girl. i don't remember there was no logical reason to not like her it was just you know yeah you know they teach us they teach you as a female comedian that you're in all in competition with each all other. the time all the, every compliment yeah. i got was you're the best yeah you're the best female, female comedian yeah. on that night and For i was like female, oh there's, there's yeah. two yeah. There's, oh, thank you. Exactly, exactly. You know? So I didn't like her at all. And I wasn't welcoming to her, and I was just—I don't—I don't think I—I I did nothing to kind of exclude her or anything like that. But I wasn't nice. You to did her. nothing to include her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, then, like a few years down the line, I moved to the UK, and I realized that we have to have each other's back, and we have to support each other, and like nothing bad comes from supporting a female comic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I emailed her on Facebook, and I was like, "Hey." uh Sorry, uh, I was a bit of a bitch to you, and that wasn't fair. And explained why, and you know they used to say these things, but now I know that they were the assholes. Blah blah blah. And then she she answered this really. She answered weirdly. It was like a strange answer, and I was a bit, oh okay. And then I was it just kept going on in my mind like why did she? Yeah, that was a weird answer. And then I went back and I realized that the message I sent to her before that was the same, exactly the same. I'd apologized like a year before. <gasps> and then she'd like given me this long answer oh about how she had noticed it, but she was okay with it and we should stick together and I want to go for coffee. And then I'd ignored that. And then like, a year oh later, my she God. just got the same again. Like, I've just realized this thing that I did. Oh my God. That's oh like a, God. that's, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> it just means so much to me. Oh, I've said this. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. That's really bad. It's not hilarious, sorry. That was the wrong word to describe that. <laughs> it's cringeworthy and it's it's fun when it happens to other people. But I hate... Yeah, so that's why I don't think I'm that nice a person because I, I surprise myself by feeling weird about something. And I hate that. I just say, 
Why? That's quite why? You know, it? you know what being a cool person supposed to be. So why can't? And I don't mean cool as in like the fans, which is my definition of cool. But like you know what it takes to be an okay person. Why? Why is the uh, bitchy snake side of your brain? That's you know the way some people have monkeys and stuff. I have a bitchy snake. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> but it makes sense logically doesn't it like it's a human thing you know jealousy is i guess it's like a survival thing isn't it yeah and i ain't that i'm really am i've maybe about three years ago i decided don't be jealous of other people i also kind of like stopped hanging out with people that would talk about people the whole time mm. because i noticed like they would be complaining about what other people did, but they never did anything of any creative worth. And it was like they were afraid of putting mm. themselves out there. And I'd rather be someone that put myself out there and failed than someone who just laughed at other people trying. Mm. So, and I've done really well out of that, so I'm really happy. Um, I've done really well in, of, of that in Ireland. Uh, <laughs> like... Imagine listening to his part. Who the fuck's this girl? Sophie's friend. Okay. Well, I've done really well. I've been Sophie's friend in the past. Oh, I gave you the worst introduction when you did my gig. What? Yeah. I was just kind of gushing. What'd you say? Because I was gushing. I was just you like, do oh, it she's all the great. time. She's amazing. She's good. And then <laughs> the last thing I said, and I didn't even hear myself say it till afterwards, where I said, my whole life evolves around making her love me i know which is the most violent thing that i've ever said but that's what i like i know that sounds fucked up but it's like i i really like that you are you remind me so much of me making friends you're just more extreme but the bag is the best bag i've ever seen in the entire exactly exactly or are you feeling sad i will buy you so much stuff so much stuff you don't need. <laughs> I have had I have had things sent to your house. And yeah, you sent me like a Jason Donovan CD, I which I figured out was the number one on my birthday. But it took me a while to Google it. I was like, "What the fuck? We've never had a conversation about Jason Donovan." <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not even it's it goes beyond that. Like I send a like a weird what did I send? It was some weird hair thing to your housemate when I was drunk was it like a she could cut her own fringe yeah she didn't have a fringe at that point like you were trying to change her <laughs> here <laughs> have you ever considered a fringe because <laughs> you wanted her to have a fringe so I, do, I mean she, she, I mean you she have a fringe and she's great yeah. I love her she's a great comedian <laughs> but we were not friend friends yeah yeah she yeah she was like my good friend's housemate and I was just drunk and I don't remember why but I woke up to this Amazon and thing like, saying it's being dispatched today I was like what? welcome to my world Teresa <laughs> <laughs> oh I do like I think my favourite thing about us is that you seem to kind of accept my weirdnesses and then I don't accept that you accept them so I push harder you do push harder yes. and I ignore that and we'll it's reach cute. a point where I live in a tent outside your house and then maybe you'll be like oh you know what but I think it's it's reached such weirdness now that there's nothing I can do you know what I mean? <laughs> well it's like physically dangerous for you to stop it I'm, I think I think I just I think once you get a Jason Donovan CD, 
Nothing can stop that. For no reason. Was I sad? I don't was remember. I, I don't was remember. I sad? <laughs> it wasn't my birthday. It wasn't. That you were sick or sad or alive. Yeah, no. But but if I... When my friends are sad, you know, I want to do stuff for them too. Yeah. <laughs> if I mean... If I was so... I'm not very with it with Amazon. Like, I lose my cards all the time so i don't have that ease of use that you have <laughs> you just <laughs> I mean, it's so easy you just press buy and it's there yeah i know so i know easy. um no but it, i i i see you do that and it's cool it's fine i wouldn't talk about it so openly if i was weirded out by it i would ignore it <laughs> And hope that you don't do it again. I like her, but she's done this. I won't bring it up. I'll just pretend it never happened. I'll just... Ah, well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) So... You have a podcast as well. Yeah. Did you like was was I good in the the one I did? Now I'm making all this good. about me and what you think about me. Yeah, but, but it's it your good? podcast. We you were should so, do that. We were so hungry when we did that episode. I know. My life is like a series of fucking up when I'm hungry. <laughs> like I'm really fat because I forget to eat, and then I'm like, I have to eat everything. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you're fat do you know why you're fat i think i think it's like a factor of things uh like i Not that there has to be a reason but sometimes it's interesting to go oh yeah that's the thing oh there's a few things i was on steroids when i was a kid and just ate so much bread why were you on steroids because i had this wonderful uh allergic reaction to something that i don't know what i'm allergic to so Whoa. one day i'll find out properly when i'm dead <laughs> and they do an autopsy <laughs> It was printer fluid this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have drunk the printer fluid. Um, I was allergic to something and my whole body got covered in um, like this red rash that went inside my throat and blocked out my, my, uh, my, or- my, my breathing organs. <laughs> lungs? The bit between the lungs and the throat yeah my inner neck piece that bit <laughs> people are screaming again the that's what i want do you know what i'll do every fourth sentence i'm gonna purposely not say a word they're gonna be so um, <coughs> um not happy uh, what's the word what's the word yeah you, uh, you, you, you kind of it's like I really, yeah, I really blame my, uh, you know, when you're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're young and an experience happens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The main person who's going to be shouting is a guy called Andrew Ellard. He always screams. uh, Yeah? Yeah, he's tweeted a few times. Nice. Like, oh, I've just been screaming on Sophie's podcast. (laughs) I think think you should stop blaming the podcast for shouting on public transport. (laughs) I've got arrested, Sophie. (laughs) Uh, so anyway you, so you you what okay rash everywhere rash everywhere gave me steroids i ate shit loads then after that and i was kind of like chubby for a while and then i don't know i think i i just like i eat too much and when i'm sad i'll eat and when i'm happy i'll eat <laughs> when i'm breathing i'll eat you know and i won't do any exercise uh, and it gets harder when you're fatter it's so annoying because apparently, yeah. I do want to save my knees. Like, I do... 
I do, like, a part of me just goes, I'll just have miso soup all the time. It's minus calories. <laughs> I like miso. <laughs> if, well, I'm not going to take it out of context, but you said such a good sentence about... Oh, cheese and onion yeah. flavor stuff. Yeah, I was working on that. That was the first time what worked. Because you said it was so... Like explicitly sexual. Yes. <laughs> and you seemed... Sh- I've never heard you talk about sex stuff like that on stage before. And you seemed to be so shocked at hearing it come out of your mouth. I know. And you just covered your face and started laughing, <laughs> almost screaming. <laughs> it was so beautiful watching someone watch their own comedy show. I I was just... I didn't... Yeah. I'm always under the illusion that... I'm always, I'm like, I don't want people to know I have sex. So Why is that? Because I don't know. I don't know. I've always been weird. With is that like an, This is going to sound horrible. Is that an Irish thing? I think it is. Because it seems like, from, like, when you've told me about Ireland, I've always been shocked about. Oh, about like, like <laughs> the Magdalene laundries and stuff. That's my favorite hobby as well. Is someone not from Ireland. By the way. Do you know how we treated women? <laughs> Just like treat women, like abortion mm. being illegal blows yeah. my mind. I just imagine like if it's a very Catholic upbringing and everyone's very religious and anti-sex, that's gotta fuck you up. Oh yeah, I mean, and it was so. How can I describe it without? See, I've gone to town on my teenage life on a podcast before, and I kind of felt bad about it because do you ever feel bad about do you ever know that stuff that's happened is really wrong morally wrong and if it happened to anyone else you'd be like oh fuck this I'm getting a hashtag campaign I'm gonna get mm. this to stop but when it happens to you you mm. start going well actually I mean he could have been having a bad day mm. and yeah I think that's so normal so yeah so so like I do think uh like I do have a weird a weird uh a weird I mean I I'm desperately now trying to think of jokes to go like I when, when I've no jokes I'm just like sex just make a noise <laughs> to distract you and then for what for what for you not answering the question Yeah okay. let's not let's not do this flap talk right now flap talk <laughs> like you know Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say the word vagina. 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 But I, I'm very crude. It's really weird. It's like really I, weird. I make horrible sex jokes. Like like a shithead from the 70s. That's so like, ooh. I'm trying not to judge people now. Where yeah. they look really good and stuff. And I'm like, oh. Oh, he, he, must, he must hate me. Me and my second-hand clothes that I that I chose out of choice. <laughs> Do you know? yeah, you can't you I, can't put that shit had, on people. How long have you had that? Because that was a big problem for me, like judging hot people, um, conventionally attractive people. I think it's the first time I saw a hot person cry, and I was like, "Oh, you're human." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's you shouldn't have to wait for that to happen. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think all wars would be finished. You know, no genocide. It's like, Angelina Jolie just cried on TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what were we talking about before that? I don't... Uh, beautiful people crying. I, I think... I think you, 
you got to have more confidence in yourself and work on yourself before you. But it's the, it's the same thing we come back to, the competition thing, isn't it? Mm. Because I think that's the... That's one of the reasons, at least that I felt uncomfortable around really conventionally attractive people was that I had this like, uh, like they're gonna. But they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Do you think uh, oh, you good looking what? people are too busy living a nice life for them to go, oh, an ugly person, fuck that person? I know a person that's conventionally good looking. And one of her favorite things to do is like look at fat people on the internet or look at ugly people and laugh at them or like laugh at like just. But she's number one, incredibly unhappy. She's an incredible. She, I know she's so unhappy mm-hmm. in her life that I don't even. I don't feel angry for her. I really no, don't. I kind of. Sad, but that's so. So, let's say you know, we worry that a person might judge us, right? But then you go, Jesus, if they're judging us, like, what's happened? They must be in so much pain. Yeah, I don't self, know what. Self, self, um, and that's self-hatred, not even, isn't it? Self-hatred, and it's not even me going, ha-ha, I, I have a solid relationship. I talk to my mom. The thing, I the may thing, be ugly. It makes me feel really good is going on the internet looking at pictures of thin people looking at fat people on the internet. <gasps> That's hilarious. I bet you think there's something there. I look it up and I bet you like there's been so much. A Tumblr about yeah. thin people looking at fat people. <laughs> we need to make one about fat people looking at thin people looking at fat and people. And then connect them. Oh, you know what I mean? like, like the human centipede yeah. of human sadness and jealousy. In Ireland, we have this uh, brand of crisps called Tato's, right? And uh, the the <laughs> the main, I was going to say the chairperson of the organization, but I don't think he's the chairperson because he's an animated potato in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> the CEO. The company is, is really failing. Yeah, it's really failing. <laughs> Weird meetings. He won't do anything. Uh, Mr. Tato, he would hold up a pack on the packet of crisps as a picture of Mr. Tato holding up a packet of crisps that has Mr. Tato on the packet of crisps holding up a packet of crisps. And this goes on and on. And I used to look at it as a child until my eyes felt sore because I just wanted to see where the pattern ended. Um, but you could have that with the, the fat people looking at thin people looking at fat people. <laughs> I really think we should make it happen. I know. <laughs> What expression my... do they have? Like, well, the fat person is. Oh, yeah, because the first, the very first fat person, is like falling over or something, and then the thin person is looking at that, laughing, laughing. That's and then fair. the next fat person is looking at the thin person, feeling bad for her. Can we have a arousal? And then the somewhere? thin person realizes that you shouldn't laugh at fat people. And then the fat person is really happy because she's looking at the thin person realizing that you shouldn't laugh at fat people because she's looking at the fat person feeling sorry for the thin person who's laughing at the fat person falling over. That's beautiful. But I think the moral of the story is nobody gives a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but I think what I remember um, one of my good friends, she's very beautiful, very uh, conventionally attractive, conventionally perfect, right? Thin, tall, all of that bullshit. Yeah. And... Um, she was interested and you just must remember as well like everyone does want to fuck everyone 
Yeah, but you don't know that. It's quite hard to believe that. You know, when you're, because this was what, like seven years ago or something, and she was very into a friend of mine, and we ended up going out, me, her, him, and his friend. And I think we must have been halfway through the night, around like 1 a.m. or something, when I suddenly realized why his friend was there as well. And it wasn't because it was like a double date thing. It was so his friend could kind of keep me away from them so they could make out. Oh, yeah, because fat girls are the natural enemy of yeah. men that want to fuck attractive people. Yeah. We're just like grenades. Yeah, I was fucking furious because he was like, let's go outside. And I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Fuck this. Fuck this thing. Yeah. And I felt so ugly. I felt so unattractive. And even though I had a voice in my head saying that's not what's happening right now, it was just like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. Watching my friend get with my hot friend, my two hot friends making out. But, yeah, I, I have to be assisted outside so I don't meddle and ruin the beautiful people's beautiful babies. But I was I was always a meddler. I'll wait until this, uh, that's the cock block police. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Woo! There's a fat girl in the nightclub. Remember you have a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Night done. That's what I used to do. Oh, is it? Or maybe this isn't a good idea. You're very drunk. <laughs> I think, yeah, I used to, I used to definitely, because uh, uh, my, uh, how do you say this without going, all men are potential rapists. No. I, I, I said that to Ed the other night. He was trying yeah. to do a laughy thing, <laughs> but I like fucking it up. <laughs> but I do think on on this this is the one podcast where you can definitely say that all men are potential rapists. <laughs> but I I do say it in a jokey way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I believe. You know. It's yeah. like one of those. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because it's true, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, what we sorry. Um, yeah, I used to. Um, like do you know when you're underage and yeah. you're drink and it, and you know that you're 15 and that your friend is also 15 and it's not a good idea for her to go off of a 20 year old man mm. you know when she's drunk mm. and I've just been and doing that all my life is kind of asking my friends are they okay mm. and telling men to leave and stuff or like knocking on bathroom cubicle doors going she's getting sick in there i'm sure she doesn't need your help get out of the lady's toilet you're a man you know so i've always um which is probably definitely fucked up my skewed ways that i look at men i mean i have a boyfriend and i have so many friends that are boys and i don't know why i have to say this to qualify <clears throat> yeah no, but, uh, but it's, it's one of those the mom and I used to be half apologetic about it to go, oh, I know I'm cock blocking and I know I'm ruining this man's night. And then it's like, no, fuck him. Yeah. His room is his night deserves. He, he doesn't you don't. It's not like every nightclub, every night you go out. It's not like an action film where the man gets a woman. Mm. Do you know? And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't feel like your night was shit just because you didn't get to kiss a girl at the end of the night, or you know. And also, I find if you can't be cordial to a person's friend that you're attracted to, you don't deserve. Mm. You don't deserve a kiss. 
Yeah. <laughs> in no, a chip shop at three in the morning. If you can't remember the fat friend's name after a four hour hanging out, you don't deserve you don't deserve a kiss with that because kebab. Because then it's not about then it's not about human. Then it's not about like intimacy. It's not about you know the nice things that sex can be. Then it's about a, it's a predator thing, isn't it? It becomes a chase or a hunt or a like sex is the goal or something. It's not about being yeah. a decent human being. I mean, what 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 is bad about ending the night with a kebab and a wank? Go home. You know. They should do a. They should do like a poster. Do you know <laughs> where like they tell women, you know, watch yourself, protect yourself at all times. Don't rape. Have a kebab. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think it's, maybe we could finally get men to kebab, listen. Kebab, kebab, and a wank. Like, you got two options. Destroy, destroy this woman's life forever. Or go home and have a kebab and a wank. Ireland would be a better place. <laughs> if it's like, free kebab and a wank. Free <laughs> kebab and a wank. Yeah. Yeah. And a wing. A wank. And a wing. Oh, did you say wing or wang? Or? I, 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 I don't know. I'm wink. so sorry. Wink. Wink. <laughs> wing or a wank? Give you a wink. Hey. Wink. Wings. Wings and kebab. and. If you have both wings and a kebab, you don't, you don't need the wink. That's true got all you need you got all you need <laughs> um do you think you'd be good single i mean I, I know your boyfriend i know you're happy and stuff would you be a good single person now um yeah i think so i mean i was never i was never pining after lads or anything so i've kind of uh, uh i I saw people obsess over it and I was mm-hmm. like it's it's a lot of things where I see people obsess over something and I'm like well fuck that that is not for me okay I'm gonna ignore that and uh, focus on my eating <laughs> I genuinely think because I'm like in my my headspace right now is a bit weird because this is the first day I've been out in this place where I've just moved to and like obviously the first thing I did was to check the local Deliveroo and, and take away right just you know of course for survival and then last night I ordered from Itsu yeah. like sushi and what I'm, I think what I'm saying is I think a lot of my unhealthy eating has had to do with where I was right yeah. everything, for me my main thing above wanting and needing to eat a lot which is still kind of like an old, like tiny bits and pieces of like a hangover of, of, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like overeating stuff. But what's more powerful than that is social anxiety. So me being in my flat, not having to be amongst people is better than anything else. So, but if I could order healthy food, which I've, I've never been an option before, and I live right next door to a place that makes like amazingly nice, healthy stuff and... It'll, yeah, it's I mean, I just, turmeric. I just feel, I just feel like maybe me just randomly moving to another place for no particular reason could add like five years to my life. Well, I I think moving is good, and uh, there we go. That's my. <laughs> Thank you so much for your input. I really oh, no, but it was, it was a pleasure, Sophie. Yes. <laughs> so you have no negative feelings about moving? <laughs> yeah. No, um like yeah, I think 
uh, I think it's just about like the same with a lot of exercise is 80% the fact that there are other people there you know you know what I being fat is annoying because you're supposed to have a stance on stuff like just by being fat you've made some form of stance Mm. about by being okay i i know i know a girl and she is fat and she just hates herself so much for being fat and she's always going to be oh what i think essentially she's going why don't you hate yourself Mm. i don't hate myself i don't particularly like myself i don't care I don't care. It's just a it's just a flappy vessel that holds my brain in. That I it's not flappy. I don't know why I'm saying. It's, I mean, I'm not gonna degrade myself. Like, oh, it's flappy. <laughs> just a putrid pile of flesh. <laughs> what's what's what wrong? Putrid. With that? Putrid. 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 It's kind of like um. I need to know because this might be the episode title. Putrid pile I'm of flesh. Putrid. I'm just a putrid fl- pile of flesh. Looking at a boy saying I love you. <laughs> you also butchered that quote completely. Did I? I'm standing in front of a boy asking him to love me. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just a putrid pile of flesh. Flapped on the ground in front of a boy. <laughs> asking him to love me. Is that it? That's the correct quote. Yes. Where's that come from? <laughs> Notting Hill or something. Notting Hill! Isn't it? Jesus! It might be the other one. You've got no. mail or something. You've got mail. The other one of what? No, I think the he's genre. Because he's in a bookshop saying it to him. To yeah. Roberts, right? I have not seen Notting Hill for a while. Yeah, like 10 years or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, you were saying yeah. that your body was a flabby vessel. <laughs> putrid pile of flesh, please. Oh, yeah. Correct term. What's putrid? P- putrid is like, P- is like a rotting, smelly. Oh, lovely. Do you know, like a. That's the sound. <laughs> the putrid. I'll Google the sound then to find out how you spell it. I'll do it for you. This is a <laughs> That's my mouth. <laughs> I never should have told you. I'm making that sound for my mouth. I never should have told you that listeners were concerned about mouth sounds. <laughs> hey, get concerned about this. <laughs> Not a la- I, I was considering something. <laughs> No. I could just tell the look on your face. You were like, oh, oh, oh. It's about to happen. Oh. About to happen. It's like a kid that's about to take a crap on the coffee table. And they're like, oh. Alison, no. Alison, Don't no. do it. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we talk about. This? I feel like this is going to be full of like just laughing. Yeah. And inside <laughs> jokes and stuff. And it's like. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of the jokes have just been inside of your head. <laughs> they have. They have. Yeah, they have. Um, sorry, so the question is being single. Oh, was yeah. I a good person at being single? Yeah, that was a good I question. was. I just, yeah, because I, I um, was so unaware if a person found me attractive that I would just, it wouldn't matter. Mm. I was like, punched him on the shoulder and go, hey, naked man of a boner. <laughs> what are you doing? That sounds like someone you'd just slept with, or just like random, <laughs> an intruder. Just get out. 
<laughs> okay, okay. You see, really, I can't talk about anything properly. I get all defensive, don't I? And Why? Just, Why do you get defensive? I don't know. I do know. I do know. I don't know. It sounds like you, you, you. It sounds like you know. I'm so defensive. Why? Because I've been hurt. <laughs> see, I'll just tell the truth by the funny voice. <laughs> So I'm not lying, but I'm not giving anyone anything to. Oh, so you're a therapist. <laughs> this, is what I, this is what I'm like in therapy. Oh, oh, the tears. Oh, oh, Big Baba feels sad. <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, Addison, come in." Oh, depression. <laughs> I'm not communicating with my father. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the session. No, I'm not done. <laughs> then just like... Blub, 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 blub. <laughs> oh, my childhood. So that would be... That would be me in a counseling room. <laughs> or if I ever had to go like to some sort of AA and I'm like... Oh. <laughs> I can only communicate my sadness Oh I'm hurty My my soul My soul I feel constantly sad <laughs> um, what, what if you were allowed to answer the question With a funny voice Yeah What would you say I'm not being defensive. I'm just sad. Okay. Um. Oh oh, this is going to be so hard to edit. It's going to be so hard to edit. It's going to be so hard. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here to challenge you, Sophie. <laughs> Why, why are you being defensive? Because you talk about stuff on stage. You, you were able to talk about like your mental breakdown in yeah. your show and everything. Because I think I, um, I think I don't feel. I think I compartmentalize stuff, and I go, "Oh, that's not a horrible memory. It's now material." Mm. So that's what I so do. It's kind of like the funny voice. Yeah, it is the funny voice. That's it. So by me going. I'm hardy. It's actually going, I'm hurting. I'm hurting and sad. Is I'm hurting. But you don't want to say that in a podcast. You're like, hi, I'm a comedian. I'm dead inside. <laughs> Everything you say on this podcast is a potential t shirt. <laughs> Put this on a t shirt, bitch. Inside. Oh! Just that noise. <laughs> I mean, if anyone out there designs, uh, it's like a visual designer, I'm going to need a lot of things that I can put on t-shirts. I, mean, I want the human centipede fat girl looking at a thin girl looking at a fat girl. Yeah. I want that on a t-shirt. And I want one of the faces to be pensive, to go, I wonder if I'll be used. <laughs> like, I wonder if anyone's looking at me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were just going to go, if anyone's a visual designer. So Alison Harrison just <laughs> <laughs> You should call out an occupation in every podcast. 
anyone is a farmer in the house oh good (laughs) i just want to get a grip on who my listenership is oh yeah in terms of (laughs) any sound editors out there because i might need help with this oh you will oh do you know what i am i'm like i know i'm gonna be killed like say if i am on death row i would eat so much food before i died like if i'm getting electrocuted i would hope to explode and just leave a big mess for people to clean up and they go that's what i think of capital punishment that's this is wrong i didn't even do the crime and you just that's what i do with this podcast i'm like you want me to talk about my feelings oh i'll talk about my feelings i'll sing my feelings Oh, please sing your feelings. Please sing your feelings. Please when I me, sing my feelings. Tell me about your depression in a funny voice and a song. Okay. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> um, how, okay. Uh, so my feelings. I'm, I'm like a bando man. It'd be funny if a bando man did like, oh, hey, <laughs> who's feeling dead inside? Can I get a woo-woo? All right. And instead of pockets, it's like emotional baggage. Pull out your emotional baggage. Oh, your mum's dead. Okay. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Yo. I never saw my mum. Oh, my God. And I don't think I miss her as much as I should. Okay. Stop being out of the Don't you dare. No, I... I'm okay at that. I'm not a great. <laughs> but it would be funny if like, you got someone to pull out some something that really hurts them deep inside. Get them on stage. Okay. So oh. give me a childhood affliction you had. Let's go. Let's go. Which one of your relatives do you hate the most? Okay. So we got mom. And I feel like you're dodging the question, which was sing about your depression. <laughs> sing about my depression. I I don't think I... Okay. Men, 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 Dodging, how have you been? <laughs> Don't throw up. I'm dodging the fact that I'm happy. <laughs> Why are you dodging that? You sounded like you had this big thing. Yeah, I don't. Do you know what? It's really, I don't. But I felt like because you're asking me about depression, oh, I better put on my sad face. Get in the, get in the sad. That's how I act as well, because I've tried to act. And how I act, it's like, if there's an angry scene, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm just so angry. And you just make yourself There must be some kind of hazard in having like a world famous, uh, soon to be world famous actor on this podcast. When you, you might still be in the show. Yeah, I'll open up my own school. I'll be like, okay, so if you want to be angry, just pretend you're really angry. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Oh, just shout a bit. Ah! (laughs) Now I'm angry. Did I tell you about the audition I went to? No, you did not tell me about the audition you went to. And she was very like American-y, so she was like, that was great, that was amazing, that was so brilliant. Um, let's do this again, and then next time, why don't you try um, acting? No! <laughs> oh my god. 
Oh my god. Oh, I thought I just had to read the words on the page. I was like having sex and stuff. I got that was great. And next time, try try satisfying me sexually. <laughs> Uh, next time, try actually entering me because, yeah. I mean, this is this is great. You were just between my knees all the time, and like I felt nothing. I mean, that's on you, though. I mean, if someone is between your knees, you should you should inform them. <laughs> that's so I, f- I blame I blame both people in that situation. <laughs> I mean, I mean, next time we'll try and work together, and maybe <laughs> exactly. It's like I, um, safe sex. Hey, it's safe sex. But yeah, I um because I was working with such great actors and stuff um and i wrote the script it was at some points i was going to genevieve and claire the other actors going i know i know i've written this but what emotion am i supposed to convey and they'd be like okay well you're supposed to be angry (laughs) i'm like but why would i be angry i mean where's the motivation who wrote this (laughs) you know i'd be like who wrote this shit? Why are they like, you know? That's like when the audience laughs and you go, why, why, why was that funny? I know. I, have, I, have I know. My, in my new show, I have a line and they always laugh and I have no idea why. And I had to go to my like, comedian friends afterwards and be like, what, what, why is that funny? I don't know why it's funny. When you were, you were doing some uh, bit of a set the other night and you kept saying squatted. Yeah, squatted, yeah. And I was like, oh, she's going <laughs> to... I have the word squatted in... I, so far, I have the word squat or squatted in every single show I've ever made. Good. Good. <laughs> and it's, it's because comedian Larry Dean always jokes about how I can't say it right. He made... He, not only only jokes, he made a song about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he went for the effort of... I mean, we're all busy in Edinburgh and shit and had stuff to do. But Larry found a time to, to make a song. Would you say it's squatted? I forgot about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so, Alison, the last question. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Is uh, I've let us talk for a bit longer than usual because I think a lot of it has to be edited out. This will still end up being an hour. <laughs> so the last question is: um, mm. So you know when babies are born, mm-hmm. they cry because it's scary. They come out of the womb. There's lights and sounds everywhere, and it's terrifying. Yes. Uh, you are now in the delivery room. Little Alison just came out. You know what's going to happen up until this point in your life for this baby. And you can tell this baby something. You won't be able to change what it does or how it lives. It'll be the same life. What? What's the point? Okay, <laughs> continue. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> Save your dad. <laughs> There's a fire. There's a fire in 15 years. <laughs> there wasn't. Although, <laughs> although I did see my dad on fire once. <laughs> Wait, what? When I was about six. My dad was in a wheelchair at the time and he got drunk and he, he was making chips. You know, you know the way people have deep fat fryers like normal people. We just had a big pot of filthy oil that he used to throw chips into and he he, he got drunk tried to make chips. The whole pot fell on top of him and he's just on fire and my cousin was there? That's the ambulance for my dad. Why do you go back in time to 15 years, mate? <laughs> he's a. What happened? He's he's a, he's he, he's alive. <laughs> well, what happened was, um, it was a very small kitchen, and I just remember seeing my dad. And I turned around to talk to my cousin, but 
just this... talk to your cousin, just like so. Yeah, it's like what's your day been like? It's like okay. I saw my dad on fire. No, he wasn't on fire at that point. Uh, maybe I should tell the story like it's a, like it's a story. Okay, once upon a time, there was a man in a wheelchair, <laughs> and and a hot chip pan. <laughs> a special brew had been taken. <laughs> what kind of a charming prince in a wheelchair? <laughs> he had taken a special brew. He went up to the, the forest of the, the hot pots of oil that he was going to procure some chips from. But he, he, threw the chi- he threw the potato into the oil and it kind of spat back at him and went on fire a bit. And he tried to get a tea towel and throw the tea towel onto the fire. But it just, it just tipped the hot oil on top of him. And, he was, and, and the, the flames had gone out of the windows and doors and my my hair was all singed, and my cousin's eyebrows were all singed, and uh, Daddy got no chips. Uh, <laughs> which <laughs> have you ever seen the advertisement, Daddy or chips? No. I had to choose, but in a fire situation, <laughs> Daddy or chips. <laughs> okay, I just have to say to the listeners at home, he's he's injury free now. He he burnt his arm slightly. It looked far worse than what it was. He looked like a Catherine wheel. He was just on fire. Uh, but he's fine. <laughs> he's fine now. I mean, I wouldn't be talking about it on the podcast if I was like, and that's, and I'll be singing, and that's how my dad died. That's what's wrong, So we, we all knew that he was going to survive because otherwise you would have done that in a funny way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's the answer to your question. So the question is: <laughs> No, I've answered it. So <laughs> I've given you an anecdote about what more? Okay, okay. So, so you have yourself as a baby, and so the baby is scared. This is the point of the question: Is the little baby is scared? But you yeah. can say something to the baby that'll make it less scared. Okay. Because you know what's going to happen in the next, like the rest of its life, or the, up until this point. Up until this point. So you can say something that might calm it down a bit because it's scared, but you know it has a reason to be scared because everything's like light and sounds. That's going to continue happening. Uh, so you, what do you say to little baby Allison to make it less scared? Ooh, everything. Uh, I should have thought about this because you ask. <laughs> okay, S- snap out of it, puss. Just fucking snap out of it, puss. Yeah, like. Pussy, like yeah, no, baby. No, I got son. it. I got it. That wasn't the, <laughs> like a, a vagina. It wasn't a <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, oh, I just keep on a uh, baby. Hello, you be you. That's what, like a microphone. So let's tap, let's tap. role play as the baby. You're the baby. Okay, I'm the baby. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> um, what I say to make it feel better. Um, September 11th is going to happen that's going to be bad uh, Trump will get in Brexit will happen but I think the baby's more scared now yeah but you'll be able to afford a turmeric smoothie you know you're able to go to the shop Alison your dad's out with his wheelchair <laughs> please don't ever have kids I know please don't I know I please don't ever have kids ever do any anyone's podcast i know i'm a bad podcast guest i think you're good i just hope people agree no i don't know if they will i don't know either. oh we should we this should test my, this is my favorite episode so far but sh- i'm not sure if people will agree i know we should test it i have i i, I won't lie 
have been willfully obstinate in this podcast. I'm just in that mood, you know? <laughs> like today, I think I'm just in that mood this morning. Like my boyfriend got up today and I was like, Simon, come here. And he's like, what? And he walked over and then I pretend to kick him into the face. And I was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> And he's like, ah, ha, ha, I love you. <laughs> That's just the type of person I am. <laughs> Um, oh, do you get serious answers? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, what do they go? But they can't change anything. No, no, no. You can't. So what's the point in telling this baby? You can't be like, baby, it's going to be three planes hijacked. You need to, you'll be 11, but I'm sure somehow you can. <laughs> it's like you want to calm the baby down. Okay. It's basically a way of saying... Everything's going to be okay. Okay. If, but there is no better way of saying everything's going to be okay than someone going, hey, baby, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> Do you know? I'm sorry. I've not thought this question. I've never been really <laughs> that. <laughs> well, I mean, I look up a Theosaurus, right? I look up a Theosaurus there. And I think all things will be all right. It's it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be if anyone's still listening, what do you want to plug to them? Oh <laughs> shit! Alison Spitzel's show, the podcast, great podcast. Oh, thank you. Got a great guest. I feel Sophie. If you want me to do this again in a more <laughs> serious manner, I just feel today. <laughs> I'm just you. You've got me in a playful mood. I think uh, I'll put you in between like an author and an activist. Like, do. So that it'll be a bit balanced out. Oh my God. Because in Ireland, we have this thing called the Late Late Show. Ooh, that was a bit of snot. Um, sorry, that's my nose. <laughs> it's fine. No, in Ireland, we don't have this TV show called Ooh, That's a Bit of Snot. That's... <laughs> that was just actual physical snot. It was don't physical. worry, guys. Don't on worry. my thumb. It's okay. I've rolled it up. It's okay. It's a leather I flicked couch. it onto... I haven't flicked it onto your bed. It's still there on my nose. I'll touch it. Can you see it? I'm not looking. Can you... Don't... Please, Sophie. I can't see it. Okay. I don't want to touch it, though. I'm just going to do your podcast with snot. Maybe on the front of my nose. Just, I mean, I'm plugging now. We're nearly done. I can run in... <laughs> This isn't life. I could get a tissue right now and plug after. I just really want it to be over. <laughs> okay. You have a good podcast called the Alison Spittle I do. Show. I have yeah, a... At Alison Spittle on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, bye-bye. Um, uh, watch your BBC oh. show. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Alison, okay. So it's called Nowhere Fast and it should be out in October um, on RTE. Should be out October, November. Actually, I shouldn't know. I shouldn't say that. It should be out soon. Okay. So I got a sitcom coming out soon that I'm very excited about that cool. I can't give you. Oh, I can tell you that. It's called Nowhere Fast. Uh, it's going to be good fun. Uh, um, and also, I'm on Twitter at Alison Spill and uh, I'm on Facebook. As a spittle comedy, I'm on Instagram, but that's really a private thing. It's not public. I mean, it's it's private. It's not. It's a public thing. But like, you're not going to find any comedy there. You'll just find me going. Oh, here I am on holiday with the love of my life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no one's interested in that. That's that's just for school friends to go. I'm a success. <laughs> 
Look at me, paired with another human being. He doesn't get put off by this. He likes it. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm done now. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna wipe my nose. I'll chat to you later. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If if you still are. Um, uh, thank you so much for listening. This, I really, I love Alison, and I and I hope you you felt included. I guess uh, if you maybe you didn't feel it, but you definitely are. Um, yeah, so share the the podcast with your friends if you like it. Uh, buy t shirts, all of that. Um, I want to say thank you to the people supporting me on Patreon. Uh, you, if you do support me on Patreon, you will get. You know, there, there are some advantages, you know. Sometimes you'll get to ask guests a question. Sometimes you'll get special episodes and, and so on. So I want to th- give you a massive thank you. If you donate more than $5 per episode, and this is patreon.com forward slash mopod, M-O-H-P-O-D. If you give more than $5 uh, per episode, you will get a special shout out at the end of the episode, which is always awkward and embarrassing. So... Uh, that's going to happen now. But uh, before I say that, I just want to say a massive thank you for listening. And uh, especially if you have been listening to this whole episode, uh, despite the weirdness of it. Find us on Facebook, Made of Human Podcast, Twitter, Podmo, P-O-D-M-O-H. Please give a five-star review on iTunes. It makes me so happy and it means so much for the podcast. And then I want to say a big thank you to, uh, to Bailey Leonard for my jingle, to Linda Brinkhouse for my logo, and to the Phoenix Artist Club and Peter Dunbar for letting me record episodes there. And a huge, big thank you to my Patreon supporters. <clears throat> Kathy Draxelbauer, Robert Knowles, Eve Ringrith, Victoria Greer, Marnie Biles, Phil Vapolis, Olivia Hove, Zoe Cumberland, Joe C, Ida Sugor Larsen, Lucy Inger, Inger Ellingsen, Imogen Wilson, oh God, Maddie Searle, Michelle Lincoln, Justine, Justin, Justine, Justine, Hughes D. Freeman, hmm. Andrea, Andrea Papillon, Caleb Melqua, Dr. Bodocycle, that's funny, Zach. That's really funny, Dr. Bog. That's really funny. Keep doing that. Keep changing your names. <laughs> Dr. Bodicycle. Great. <laughs> Jessica Stuhlfire, Meg, Jane Young, Emma Chen, Sylvia Novak, Georgia Brown, Kathy Beveridge, Emma Walton, Andy Walker, Geraldo, Ashton Cronin, Claire, Russell Hughes, Danny Beckett, Fiona Richardson, Claire Lamb, Rachel, Grace Suter, Kat Pillar, Harold Van Dyck. Oh, someone told me how to pronounce this. What's it? No, Dyke. Harold Van Dyke. Sorry, I'm learning it now, Harold. Uh, Harold Van Dyke, Amy, uh, Amy, Amy, oh, Eleanor, Helen Galliard, Sarah Ferreira, Igasid, Sari Dunphy, and Daniel Rivershead. Wow. Remember Dr. Bodocycle? Jesus, I love you guys so much. I love you, I love you. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, thank you for your understanding. And uh, hopefully I'll have an episode for you next week. Uh, thank you, bye. Give me that toot toot. Give me that beep beep. Running a hand through my fro. It's the remix to ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama. Papa, can you hear me? I got 21 seconds to go. I got 21 seconds to go. If you don't remember, no, I'm in the studio. I got 21 seconds before I got to go to see me in the video. Whoa, no, no. Baby cakes, you just don't know, no. How I, I, I like it down low, low.
loving every minute just you and me the be my be my be my baby maybe there's a possibility of us growing old together fuck it